Hello, shalom, and welcome to the Awareness of Success podcast. On this podcast, we ask questions like what does success really means and what does it take to be truly successful in all areas of life? We believe that anyone can change their circumstances and create a better life for themselves like I was able to change mine by raising awareness of the habits, mindsets and patterns that create success. My name is Gilad Hanina and I help you change your circumstances by showing you what's possible in a way you can apply what you learn to create your own version of success. On this podcast, we choose to grow in all areas of life. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Awareness of Success podcast. Um, today, uh, I have here with me Anthony Trunks, who I've been connecting with a couple of months ago. He's an expert when it comes to shifting identities. He's a former NFL player turned entrepreneur, teaching people how to shift their identities and grow their online business and as human beings. And Anthony, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me on. For sure, for sure. Um, when we start, I would love to, if you can just, in a couple of sentences, tell people who you are, what you're doing right now, so people can get to know you. Yeah, my name is Anthony Trucks, like you said, uh, and I, I mean, I'm a former NFL athlete, which is an American sport, uh, but I'm also a speaker, an author, a coach, and I'm a father and a husband, man, and I help people make shift happen in their lives. A lot of the people I work with are individuals that are like entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, business owners in some way. And when I say help them make shift happen, I, I teach them how to be able to implement systems and allow them to take control like very powerfully of like today and what they do today mm-hmm. and almost have certainty that they're doing the right stuff that brings their desired tomorrow. That makes a lot of sense. But when you say systems, I want to dive deep into this because I know you're talking more of just, you know, growing businesses. It's about emotional systems as well. It's about, you know, physical yeah. Systems, like actually systems for, for, for myself as a person, what do I do every day? Like, what is yeah. that? Yeah. So it's not even about a lot of the stuff I do isn't in the realm of like actual business systems. We do have structure. We teach our clients for the business, but most of the time, what I've realized is we have too much information. Like everybody, you can go read a book. You can read everything on what to do to launch a business, build a business. There's organizations that'll give you all the systems and the insight. But there's going to be that moment in time when it's six o'clock, the end of the day, and you have something you have to get done and you go, you know what? I just, my, my wife and I are having a fight or I've been tired or it's been a long day or I just want to go, whatever it is. And then you make an excuse to not get it done and you obviously don't get it done. And then you wonder why you don't have success because you're not getting the things that have got to get done. And so I ask people in those moments, does the person who has the success you want, do they make that same excuse? Hmm. typically they don't. So what I look at is it's not the information. You've got too much of it. It's who you are with the information. And so where my realm comes in is I help you become that person. It's not this like, and when I say become, I'm not talking about you sit down on a pillow and you burn some incense and you think about all how life could be great. I actually give you strategy, structure, and systems to like deconstruct your life and then rebuild it at a daily basis. So you're doing things with actions that not only get you what you want out of life achievement wise, but are simultaneously transforming you into the right person you want to be five years from now, 10 years from now and beyond. Amazing. Amazing. So if I'm putting this into, into perspective, you, you basically take people that are in a current situation where they, they don't like, they want to 
grow and evolve, whatever if they are business owners or just in the personal space, and you give them all yeah. the tools, systems and uh, support they need to evolve and shift their identity into the person they want yeah. to become. It's a whole system. It's a, that's the good thing. It's not just like an idea or thought. Like we actually give people a full-fledged like actual system. It's, it's called the shift method. So that's a big piece of it. It's having all the things you need in place to actually be able to walk yourself through a process of like figuring out as a person, who do I want to be as a person? Do I want to be a lover or a fighter? Do I want to be consistent? Do I want to be disciplined? Do I want to you know, be able to manage the, you know, the self-deprecating issues or thoughts? Do I want to you know, have confidence? So all that stuff. And then also how do I get more productive? Like, how do I get more done in a small amount of time without getting burned out? Like all these little things are part of who we are as a human. And what I do is I step in and I show you how to break it all down and build it. Because the majority of people, here's the thing, majority of people have this high hope and big aspirations to do something and create something. And they'll go read a book and they'll do a course and they got every, they're so excited, all the information, I got it all. But then they spend years not getting any progress. Hmm. Sucks because now they've wasted energy, they've wasted time, they've wasted money, and they don't have a return on the investment. And I simply teach you how to get back like 10 times the return on any investment by understanding it's not just the information, but it's what you do with it, which is really tied to who you are. And this isn't like, this isn't a, a work hard, hustle, like that's not the case. I'm not a guy, honestly... Like I'm the kind of guy that I'm family focused. I got kids and I got a wife and I love spending time with them, but I get a lot done for work. And so I do work, but I'm, I coach my kids sports teams. I work out with my wife. Like I'm able to get a lot of stuff done in a small amount of time and have a really easy living, free flowing life. And that's really what I teach people to get to. So I make good income. I make great impact. I still travel. I do all the things I do but I'm not sacrificing things and I'm not burning myself out in the process. And, and if I can plant that into somebody's life, like that's the best outcome for me. Amazing. I love that. And you said something that I could really, really resonate to, which is people plan so big and so ahead and they want to achieve these, you know, huge things in life. But then, you know, one year, two years, three years goes by, they, they end up doing nothing. And I think it's because we put such a big goals to ourselves. And then when people think on in, in terms of these big steps, then are, we are not taking action. We got to break it down, like you said, into the small steps and then step by step make progress. Yeah. Which oh, is, it's a big piece. It's got to be broken down. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that, that's first, you know what I found for a lot of people is they buy planners. Everybody buys a planner hmm. and then they have no idea how to plan. None. I got, a, I got a great planner and it's beautiful and it's nice, right? And then I go, what are you going to put? I'm going to put some things in hour by hour. And then here's what happens. They go, all right, next Friday, I'm going to clear the day. And I'm going to launch my podcast. And they clear out like, let's say six hours. And they get up that morning and they're like, I got six hours to get it done. And then somehow between eating and doing something, an hour goes away. I got five hours with the podcast done. And they get their phone and they start scrolling on social media and they're looking at stuff to research, right? An hour goes, I got four hours to get my podcast done. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat lunch. And I got three hours to get my podcast done. And they go, man, what should I work on first? And they sit down and they go, I'm going to go, maybe do I record a pod? They stick it lost. So there's been an hour trying to figure out what to do first. And they go, man, I only got two hours for this. I'm going to work on something else. The podcast doesn't get done. And the reality is you couldn't have got it done if you'd got to have the whole six hours. You probably would have taken like 10 hours. So what I do is say, okay, great. Before we even start saying I'm going to work in a podcast, 
How about you spend an hour thinking about what needs to get done to get the podcast launched? What do you specifically have to figure out? Do you got to buy equipment? Do you need to do an intro, an outro? Do you have to figure out what the topic's going to be? Do you have to get artwork done? Do you, do you have to record an episode? Do you have to get guests? Like, what are the things you got to do? And you turn it into a collection of tasks and you look at it and go, okay, how much time will each task take? Maybe it's going to take 10 minutes. Maybe it's going to take an hour, right? Maybe when you look at it, you go, you know, all together, if I was to get this thing dialed in, it's going to take me 10 hours of focused work to get this podcast done. So then what I would do is go, I'm not going to put that on one day because the odds of me doing it in one day are slim. People can't focus nowadays. It's horrible. So like they'll, they'll look at you for five minutes and they're off to something else. So I go, well, what if we just said you have 10 hours, you could probably work on, you know, let's say two hours a day at different days, maybe one hour. So what I would do is go, I want to launch this in a month. So I have 10 hours to get this podcast done. On Monday, I'm going to do an hour. Tuesday, I'm going to do two hours. I'm not going to do anything on Wednesday. Thursday, I'm going to do three hours. I got five hours, six hours done. Friday, I'm going to do an hour. Next week, Monday, I'm going to do an hour. And then I'm going to do two hours on Wednesday. And if you do, if you put it into your schedule, now it's much easier to get it done because I can get up and go, I just have to do that one thing today. And then I'm done for what I have to do for the podcast until tomorrow. And yeah. here's the beautiful thing. If you have, say, four projects to work on, because a lot of us have more than one project, it, the, the biggest headache we run into is people start a project. They start their day and they go, I got to get all these things done. And then their calendar, they, I got to get all this done this week. I got four checklists. Okay, cool. You have four big things to do, but they don't really have to be done. It's a self-imposed deadline. And you end up not getting any of it done. And if you do get a chance to sit down, you're thinking about not just that project, but all the projects and how fast they've all got to get done. So you're stressed out. You got anxiety. Not, yeah, overwhelming. Nothing gets done. So for me, I go, I'm going to do this for all the projects. They might take a month to get them all done, right? Mm -hmm. But now... If I know today for project A, B, and C, I got to do an hour, an hour, an hour. Well, then when I get done today on Monday, doing that hour of each, I can actually go be with my family and not think about anything because I know that tomorrow and the next few days, it's already in my schedule where it has to be. And as long as I got that piece done, I can breathe. And on top of that, when I'm working on project A, because I know where project B, C, and D are going to get done, I can stay focused on just Project A. And so a lot of people don't think about planning their life in this way. And I this is business projects. I do the same thing with my health, with my marriage, with my kids' relationships, with myself, with everything. It's got to go in, but I got to make sure I'm strategic with how it goes in, if it's the right stuff. And here's a big thing, is what I'm doing leading me to become the man I want to become? Because that's what no one really takes into account. Because I got to look at, is this the guy I want to be five years from now? And also on top of that, when it's who I want to be, like if I want to be a guy that is in shape and that is happy, that is joyous, I got to think about what that looks like every day because everything I do every day is leading me to become somebody. And so when I look at the shift method, I am not just teaching you to get stuff done. I'm teaching you to become. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. And you know, I truly believe it's it's literally the the most important part is preparation. Just like you say, it's it's about oh. preparation. A huge mentor of mine that I love him, Jim Rohn. I'm sure you know him. He he used to talk so much that taught me years ago of like how 
preparation is so important in life. It's like grade, first grade or like kindergarten. What, what do we do? We prepare for the next grade. And then we prepare. Yeah. So it's like, if we learn the power of preparation, just like you say, and we know how to prepare our life, not just business, right? Then we will get way more done and be way less overwhelmed and we will not procrastinate. We'll be clear on, on what we are doing. I love it. And, you know, I feel it's amazing to also teach it. That's definitely something a ton of people. I know for me, it changed my life and I'm still learning way, way more on how to improve that, these areas of preparation to get more done. So it's uh, amazing, man. Yeah, it's a big piece of it. I mean, it's just, preparation's deep, man. We, we don't have to go deep, deep on it, but that, there's a lot there that unpack. And to be honest, we would never cover it in a full podcast. We could talk about it all day long. <laughs> yeah, we what, you know what people really want? What people really want is to be able to wake up every day and not have to guess at what to do and hope it's the right stuff to be doing. That's mm -hmm. what I find is the greatest issue for a lot of people is they go, I, I want to get where I want to get. I just, I get up in the morning and like, I, I think it's the right thing, but I don't know for sure. And then also like when I'm working on this stuff, like I want to, I want to have balance in my life. I want to be able to, to work hard, but then hang out with my friends and not feel anxiety or guilty for not getting something done. And so like, that's the pain most people are experiencing. And they think that the solution is, well, I just got to read more books and I just got to take more courses. And it's like, no, you don't have to learn more. A lot of the stuff, like I don't like, I teach concepts, but I don't teach stuff you got to memorize. Like I want you to, to learn something, plug it into your life and actually have easier, like an easier life. Because that's what we want. We do want more joy. Like I want hard work to feel easy. Because if hard work feels easy, I'll do more hard work than you will. And I'll succeed when everybody else fails. Yep. So that, like all the stuff we're talking about, I'm just trying to teach people out of a system to, to get to the point of, of getting up every day and having like a ridiculous level of, of certainty and power and control, knowing they're doing the right things and getting progress in the right direction. And then at the end of it, they're never going to question if they did the right thing or if they're a good person. And, you know, I want to ask you something about it because, you know, most people, they think they know what they want, but they actually know what they don't want. And when, you, and when you don't know what you want, how can you get into this deep level of planning when you actually have no goal, when you actually don't know where you're going? So it's like, what, mm -hmm. what do you suggest for, for people who are in this situation? Where yeah, I, I look at it as... So there's a difference, right? I think that we may, we says you're right. We don't know always what we specifically want. We do know what we don't want. And you can start by going opposite of that. But here's what I look at. I don't think that the issue usually boils down to having anything. I think that the issue boils down typically to being the person that has that thing. So what I mean by that is like, there's a kind of person that has a nice car, a nice body, a great relationship, a great home. And they also, you know, they, they have a great base of faith. There's a person who is all those things. And that person has the things we want. Like there's a kind of person. Because if we were already that person, we'd already have those things. Hmm. Like that, that's the biggest issue I know is it's not always boiling down to, you know, what is it that I want? I'm like, man, who do you want to be? Because most people have that midlife crisis. 
I live my life and I work real hard and then I, I open my eyes one day and go, what in the world am I doing this all for? What was the point of it? I just made money to make money. My, I'm, I got, you know, a fat stomach and my, my wife and my husband don't like me anymore. My kids feel like they never see me. And I just work real hard to make money to support them. And they don't, I don't have relationships. Like we, we pop our heads up and we don't like that person. And then we go, something's got to change. And then I start working on myself, which is interesting. I work on myself at that time. That's what people do. I got to work on myself, right? And then oddly, life gets better. Hmm. But what if, what if you didn't like dig yourself into that hole? What if you were always building into that person so you didn't have to work on yourself later on, but you worked on yourself the entire time? Not only do you get to experience life that entire time, more fun, more joy, better, you don't ever have to worry about that feeling of feeling less than. So for me, like I'm really big on, I want you to get those successes. I want you to have the money. I want you to have the house. I want you to have the car. Cause that's the stuff that we, we enjoy having in life. Let's be honest. Right. But I want you to do it while also enjoying the whole trip. Like enjoy it all in the process and plan it right. And like you said, prepare for it properly, but no one ever taught us to do it. No one ever, you know, no one ever actually goes in and actually admits that that's the reason we don't have stuff. We'll have issues in life and we won't admit that we're not perfect. It was funny. We'll go like, I'm not perfect. But the moment somebody goes, but you didn't do that right. Oh, no, you're tripping. You're crazy. Like you're perfect now. It's weird because our egos don't let us admit that we're struggling. So what I find is I step in and go, no, like we're going to own that we need some work done and we're going to try to build the person. So five years from now, you absolutely love this person. And that person has the things. Because like you said, people don't, people know what they don't want but they don't really plan for what they do want. And I find that most of the time when we're planning for stuff we want, we get it. And it's like, uh, it's okay. You know, like I got it. But like what you really love is the person you became while getting it. Yeah. You feel more confident. You have more joy. So why don't we focus on that? Why don't we focus on who you're becoming? Because if you are becoming the right person, you'll get all those things. You'll get them on the way. Like you can't be a person that feels incredibly confident and powerful unless you've accomplished something to feel confident and powerful. That's why a lot of what I'm doing is teaching you how to be able to get those things accomplished to get that feeling, right? Yeah. So most people think, oh, I got to work on myself and then I can become successful and achieve some things. It would the exact same it happens simultaneously. You got to be working on getting the things you want while also doing it as you're thinking about who are you while you're doing it. And then you get the nice house, the nice car, and you have the nice body, great marriage, and you have great friends, and you're happy, and people look up to you. It's, it's all the, the best parts of the world. And I, where I think a lot of the world's focused on the wrong stuff to get what they want. Yeah, I agree. And you know, something that came to mind is a lot of our audience, like the younger demographics, probably people in their 20s, maybe 30s. And something I noticed talking to a lot of like, I would say, Aspiring entrepreneurs, people who decided they want to change something, I noticed what's holding people's back is yes, they might not don't know what they want, but they are also not allowing themselves to understand what they want because of their limiting beliefs. Like I can't be this person, or I can't do that. This is impossible. This is this, and by having this thinking, they don't even get to the part of preparing and planning and setting up a goal because they keep living the same in the same old ways in the comfort zone. Um, yeah. and, and they can't, and they can't push forward because they are limiting themselves. And I know yeah. I, I used to be like that majority of my, of my life until I 
learned entrepreneurship and kind of grew. So my question to you is, talk, I would love to get your advice for people who, and I'm sure there's a lot listening right now that they feel they aren't good enough. They feel like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen for me? How would I be able to shift my identity? How, like, you know, that's how they feel. Yeah. Well, you got to have to take some unconfident actions, a big piece. So you said I tell you found entrepreneurship. I don't think that you finding entrepreneurship actually was a thing that that gave you confidence. I believe that you oh. doing something, yeah. yeah, you you found it, but then you took an action, and in the action you had some success, and the success made you feel better. It's it's my confidence obviously grew over time. So if I look on myself yeah. four years ago, obviously I didn't have a, any confidence in entrepreneurship, but I knew that. I don't need to be an expert right now. I'm just a beginner. And I, and I started to have yeah. small, small, small successes. You know, for me, five years ago, making $100 a month while I was serving in the army was a success. And I, and yeah. I was really happy about it. And then it became to be $1,000. And then it became more and more. And obviously, I'm quantifying this to money, but it's not just about that. I remember I was like talking to this person now. And then I started to talking to another person. I started talking to more successful people and growing my circle and growing my and achieving successes in many, many different forms allowed me to develop and build confidence in myself. Yeah, it's all a process. So essentially what it is, it's this thing where I think for us, we, we are trying, like you said, people who have a lack of you know, confidence or they lack self-esteem, like I totally get it. And, and what we want is for one day to wake up and all of a sudden have it. And there's no, there's no trick I can tell you. There's no affirmation. There's no words I can say. What you have to do is give yourself proof that you should be confident. And the proof comes from doing hard things, scary things, things you're not used to doing. You have to do different things than you've ever done, which means they're naturally going to be a little bit scary. And when you do that, you look in the mirror and go, wow, you, you, you took that scary action. You did that thing. A hey, great job. Like that's what it turns into. It's an action. There's a statement that I love and it says action ends suffering. Hmm. So if you're suffering with some level of, of pain or, or anguish, uh, that's kind of what it is. That is your issue is you're not taking the right actions. It makes tons of sense. It makes tons of sense. And you know, now it's like super interesting. I want to learn more on how did you learn everything? How, I want to hear your story. How do you get started with all of this? Um, how did you get to the point where you're now teaching um, people how to shift their identities? Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it wasn't intentional. It was, it was always an accident. So like the good things work sometimes. It was, and then it became like an actual in, intentional focus. But now I, I grew up in, in a crazy world trying to figure out my identity for a lot of years. So I started by, you know, my mom gave me away when I was a kid. So I started by not feeling like I mattered, you know, feeling completely lost. And then what ended up happening was I turned into this, uh, this guy that's really angry because, you know, the world of foster care in America is very, it's just very bad. They, they beat you, they torture you, a lot of it was abuse. And then I ended up in a family where I was the only black person in an all white family. And so I had like this identity of like, well, who am I? And this black kid in an all white family, we're really poor, you have no money. What age you know, are, are we talking about? Six years old. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm, and, I, and from three to six, I had a lot of just really bad people I lived with that did some really bad things. And so, like, that was a big issue for me. 
So I just had all these weird things going on consistently in my life. And then I ended up with this family. And then I, this family, I kind of, I grew a little bit. And then, you know, at 14, I was, I was an adoption. I was 14 years old. So I never really knew, like, who am I? I mean, my identity was always this question mark. And then at 14, I got adopted. I tried to play football. And my mom got diagnosed with MS. So a lot of stuff going on, good and bad in life. And then I was really bad at football. So I, now I'm like, I suck. And I didn't like myself. And I had that sort of no confidence. I was a nobody. Nobody liked me. My mom is sick. I'm this foster kid that got adopted. There's bad conversation in my head. And then I remember having this thought of like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I, I want to be happy. I want to have some more success. And so I figured out, it was pretty simple. If I did nothing at all, I would get nothing. No one's going to give me a great life. I knew that much. I also knew that if I worked really hard, there's no guarantee I get anything great in life. But if I work real hard, there is a better chance. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Like, what's a better chance? So I started working on what I could to give myself a better chance. And that turned into me somehow or another, like learning, building, growing, and becoming through a bunch of actions. Like I went and lifted weights. To, I want to be better at football. I went and lifted weights. I went and ran route. I did all the stuff I could do to be great at my sport. And what's funny is through the process, like it was so hard that I took these actions that I hated, but they made me so much more confident, so much more like just strong to where when I showed up the next season, I was like, I was angry. I had like a, I had a chip on my shoulder. I had this, this confidence that you were not going to make me look bad on the field. I was going to win every time me and you went, you know, head to head. And little by little, man, it built this, this sense of like this guy. And so that's where I like this suffering I had at the time. There was a suffering of, I didn't like myself. I didn't feel confident. I couldn't do anything. And that was gone because of the actions I took. And when I took the actions, I had people tell me, Hey, Matrux, you suck at that sport. Why are you trying that? Give up. What are you doing? That's what I had all the time. But I just kept ticking along. I kept putting the work in. And then now at this back end, I'm, I'm a phenomenal athlete at that point. I'm doing really well. And I progress on to get a college scholarship. So I played college at the University of Oregon. It's a university. I played higher level football there. I ended up having a kid at, at 20 years old. So now like I had this identity of like I'm a young father while still a student. And then from there I go and I play in the NFL, which is, you know, the biggest, highest level in the world for my sport. So there's a new identity there. Then I lose it all because of an injury. Don't know who I am. Don't know where I fit. You know, then I, I have a massive identity crisis of, I thought I was this person and I can't be that person anymore. And it happens for a lot of people in different ways. It happens in the military, happens in sports. It happens when I send my kid off to college, when I leave a job, when a relationship ends. We don't know who we are without that thing. And so I did all that, man. I lost football, lost my marriage, had a couple more kids. And so like we had three kids at the time and then got divorced. Business was doing poor. I started a business and that started falling apart. And so now I'm divorced. I'm out of shape. I'm a bad dad. Like it's just all of it. And then I lost my mom. My mom passed away. And like, I, I realized I had to find a way to figure my life out. And I started for the first time looking at who I was. Because this time I bought the books, I bought courses, I was reading, I was doing all this stuff and I had all the information, but my life wasn't getting any better. And I was still taking action, but I was just, I was tired and I was getting burnt out and nothing. I just, you know, I, I, all this stuff never seemed to work. And then I, I remember I was hearing people, they would talk about like when they were successful, like people would ask him like, who were you when you were unsuccessful? 
and people always go, well, I, I don't know, as somebody else back then, I thought different. I processed things different. I, I, you know, I, I didn't take the same kind of, you know, flack. I just was more confident. I was just a different person. I was like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean a different person? But they weren't, you know, but they were. And so the more I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's an identity thing. It's how they saw themselves and they worked, looked in the mirror. And so I started questioning, okay, how do I become this guy that I look back in the mirror at and go, God, I love you. And the same thing as when I was 15 playing football, I was like, I got I to gotta do the work. I got to choose to be great. And so I started doing the work and then little by little, my life got better, man. After three years divorce, I remarried my ex-wife. My businesses started running smooth. I got in good shape. Like life became great. And then in, in doing that, I realized I had a story that people found value with. Like they, they liked to hear it. I was like, oh, I'll tell the story. And then tell the story. People like, man, that helped me to hear that story. And then I was like, rest, I kept telling the story. And then people were like, well, how did you, like, how did you actually do it? Like, you know, I get that you did it, but like, I want to, I want to try that. Like, how do I actually do it? And I was like, oh, well, let me go figure that out. So I went and looked at my life and said, how did I navigate all these different parts? How did I, you know, get past being the, the, the black kid, you know, and not make it into jail? How did I get to college? How was I a, a good dad at some point? How was I in the NFL? How did I start the business? How did I, how did all these things, how did I do them all? And I realized at every level I had always been asking myself a question that I didn't realize was like an important question. I was like, well, what does a great football player do? Hmm. You know, what, what do they do? What does a great dad do? What does a great husband do? What does an NFL football player do? What do they do? And then I would try to do those things. And while doing them, I would find out how can I fall in love with this? That's the thing. Like, what do they do? And because when they do it, that makes it look easy. Like, how do I fall in love with it? And it's funny is you fall in love with it when you, when it's who you are and you fall in love with you. That's how it works. Like when those actions become something that is part of who you are and you, you want to stay in line with who you are, they become part of your identity. And so that was a thing. Like I went through this process and noticed it. And then I started figuring out like, how can I teach other people to get to that same place? And so those who are like, man, I really want to expand myself, want to reach that next level of, of success for myself. Beautiful. I'll show you exactly how to do it as a human and how to be able to take all the stuff you've learned and make that stuff give you the, the best return ever and then some. And so that's kind of how it all came to be. And then I started talking, teaching, coaching, and it became a whole monster of a program that I teach. Amazing. Amazing. And appreciate you sharing that. And uh... First thing, it's it's incredible, like the story that you shared. I found this inspiring, started taking notes here, and I have some questions for you about that. It's actually yeah. two main questions. So first, you said that you, you let's say you want to be a better person so or a better entrepreneur. What does this entrepreneur does? You know, how can I do it? Like, what does people do? So mm. I just recorded an episode a few days ago about modeling success, talking about exactly about that, learning from the people who did it, and then start learning how you can implement it. And from this knowledge, take it to your own words. So mm -hmm. that's, I understand, right? But people, they, they, you said, how can I fall in love with it? People, they think, you know, what they love, they love. And what they don't love, they don't love. It's like, yeah. you said, nope. change it somehow. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's actually not as difficult. It, you're right. There's a, a space where people, they think like, I love it or I don't. It's all it's going to be. And the truth is it's not like to be quite honest, like you, 
you fall in love with stuff the more you do it. There's a joy that comes with doing hard work because of who you become while you're doing it and, and how you're proud of yourself. You guys have CrossFit over there by chance? Yeah, yeah, I, I do that by the way, sometimes. Right, and you probably love it. You probably like post pictures. You, people are like, you know, why do people always, you know, brag about it? And I'm like, well, when you do something really, really hard, you mm. like, you're proud of it. And so you want to share what you're proud of. If I, I'm a parent, and I've raised my kids and I'm proud of them because it's hard to raise kids, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's not easy. And I'm proud. Like if I, if I was to make a painting that was hard to make, I'm going to show it off because I'm proud of it. That's a good answer. And, it's a good answer. People, so, I, I don't understand it even. Yeah. I mean, if you, so whenever it comes to like business and the things you have to do in the beginning, they are going to be hard. You're not going to love them. But after a while, even with working out, it's working out's always hard, but I love doing it because of how I feel when I got it done. And so with business stuff, the problem is people stop too early. They do some of it, they, they dig in, they, they feel the pain of it and they go, oh, you know what? I'm not strong enough for this and I'm gonna leave. So they walk away mm -hmm. and then they never end up going back to the weight room and they wonder why they're never strong. Well, if you left CrossFit in the middle of every workout, you'd never be good at CrossFit. You'd never, you know, you'd never be, and you never have the love you have. So when I look at what I got to do for people when it comes to business, I tell them like, look, in the beginning, you're not going to like it. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be painful. But I'll tell you this, the more you do it, the more you learn. The more you learn, the easier it gets. Not fast, but slow. But after you've been doing it for a while, it becomes so natural and normal to do it that one, you love doing it. And two, you feel weird if you don't do it. Hmm. it. It feels worse to not do it sometimes. So imagine this. It's a task that if, if, if we get this task done, we'll make a million dollars. There's one person who they hate doing the task. So when they do it, if they do it, it's never done full speed. It's halfway. So they never make the money and go, why don't I, I couldn't make a million dollars. The other person says, it was hard at first, but I stuck with it. And now it's more painful to go to bed not doing that thing than it is to do it. So it gets done every night with joy nonstop. Well, who do you think is going to make the successful money? Was the person who, that was who they are. It's their identity to get that thing done. It's so much their identity that they can't not do it. They can't go to sleep till it's done. That's how I look at the work I do is getting you to become that kind of person as opposed to a person who sees it as pain forever. This is making so much sense. And you know, I love it. Like seriously, I, people, they don't need to fall in love with the actual work, but fall in love with the, re, the results that it brings and how it makes me feel. So Partially. 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 Obviously. You will, well, part of it is, yeah, yeah. Well, it isn't. So the thing is, I want you to want the destination 100%, but I actually want you to fall in love with the actions. If you fall in love with the day, the destination will come. See, too many people go in. This, this person here, they're going, I'm only going to be happy when I get here. So when I do this thing, I hate this thing. So therefore, it's like, I don't hate doing it. I'm not where I want to be. I'm going to stop doing this. This person says, it's who I am to do it. I love doing it. I find joy in doing it. But here's, I do it so easily and can, I don't even think about what's happening. And all of a sudden I go, oh, wow, I got more money. Enjoying got more. Right? So I say fall in love with the day, 
not just the destination, because if you can fall in love with the day and that day includes those things, success is second nature. Success is inevitable. Day turn into a week, and then the week turn into a month, the month turn into a year. And if you end up every single day, just do the work and you love doing it, you enjoy it, you keep to live life for the fullest, but you also get experience the destination because you're heading towards the destination. You're always making a progress. Every time. Then it's easy. Amazing. It's just simplified it so hard, but I I know it's it's that simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So that's what you did. And you started coaching. And uh, yeah, I would love to, to learn more. It's like, so now what, what you are doing coaching people? Is it like people work one-on-one with you? Are you actually doing events? How is it happening? Yeah, well, so I don't, it's interesting. I coach, but the idea isn't for me to be the coach all the time. I, so I find that there are coaches and they're phenomenal. Let me wrong. And their job is to sit on the phone like this and go back and forth and guide you every single step of the way. And I realized that the problem there is what if I'm having a bad day? Right? What if me and you are working together and I'm having a bad day, I'm not focused, I'm sick, or I'm tired? I'm not getting well, then, the best deal. Yeah, not even the best deal, but then you can't make progress. Hmm. Right? Or I, what if I forget? What if I, I did something to my last client that I forget to do with you? Then all of a sudden, we, we don't have the progress. So I realized there's got to be a process. There's got to be a method that I can lean on that everybody can follow that has nothing to do with Anthony. That makes sense. Like it's got to do, it's made from, from my process, but like it can run without me. So our programs are created off what's called the shift method. I extracted all the stuff and put it in the perfect order in a a seamless kind of flow to where someone can come in and say, I want those tools. I want those resources. I want that system for my life. I want that method to show me how to be able to take back full control so I can get out of my own way. Like I want to, sh- I want to see how to be able to take this system and, and create this human being who is achieving things and becoming that person. And so that is the shift method. It's what I, I coach people through. I, I, and it's not always always me. We have coaching programs that people come on on their own and walk through it. It's guided. I've, I'm on video, but it ain't on me. And then what happens is now you can get the results whether or not you hire me personally or I work one-on-one because we do one-on-one, but very rare. Most of the time, it's in self-access or group access programs. So you come in, you rock and roll, you watch the stuff, you do the work. But it's not like where most courses like, hey, here's a copywriting course. Now go practice copy. Like it's not, it's literally like, here's how you're going to deconstruct your day and understand your world. And then you're going to go and create this in your calendar. And you're going to be able to think through who do I want to be and what is that person's beliefs and thoughts and actions? How do they show up? What have I been doing off and wrong? What can I do better? Like you're thinking through you, you're, you're decoding you and then creating a new identity that you want to live into. And we put that into actions every day to achieve something and transform you. So that is done in the method without Anthony being the guy that's the one there every day, if that makes sense. Yeah, it so, makes sense. And it needs to be that way. I think some people want to be like, I'm the best coach in the world. Like, I'm not the best coach in the world. I don't fit for everybody. Some people I'm great for, some people I'm not. But the method works. The method has nothing to do with it. The method works perfect. And so that's in coaching progress. It's in a book that we have coming out next month. Like, it's all woven into all that stuff. Amazing. Amazing. We're we diving into the book. I have one question before that. So if you would 
to describe the shift method. I know we just described it fully, but break it down into steps. I want to. Yeah. I want to change my identity. I don't like where I am. I want to go. I know where I want to go. Right. What's the yeah. step? Simple. There's three. It's uh, it's C shift sustain. It's pretty much it. Have you ever um, you ever like as athletes? Do you guys talk about getting in the zone? What does that mean? So getting. You ever been like in a in the like where you wake up and like everything seems to be going perfect. Like you're confident. You're focused. You're productive. Best shape of your life. Everything. Everything is, you know, feeling good. That's the zone. Athletes get there. Like you ever heard about an athlete say, "I'm in the zone." The athlete's in the zone. Like it means like they're focused. They're dialed. Like they're impenetrable. They're no distractions. Like that. That's a version of of people's identity. If you think about a guy like Jeff Bezos, LeBron James, like these guys, they they're in the zone, man. Like just they're always on and dialed and they have routines and practices and ways that they live their life that most people go like, that's a crazy person. How do you do all that? Mm-hmm. And the reality is it's not just some random habits. It's their identity. And, and that's called the zone. It's getting in the beautiful, perfect place. And so what I look at with the method is I want to create what's called your zone identity. I want you to like, I want you to create it because what, what I think it is, is different than what you, but I want you to, and we walk people through how to create that, but here's how you do it. Once you have an idea of like that, this exists, the idea is to say, great, what are your zone lags? C phase. What are your zone lags? What, what are the areas that are holes in your bucket? What are the things that you need to work on? Not what you see me working on because most people want to work on, well, I saw so-and-so buy this book and they, they took this course and they went in this hike and they you know, whatever they did this thing. And so I did that. It's like, yeah, but what if you didn't need to do that? What if you needed to do something else? Well, now you wasted time, energy, and money because you didn't know what you needed to do. So first we figure out C phase, what are your zone lags? Second phase is a shift phase and it's a personalized shift plan because now that you know what you got to work on, you got to work on it. Hmm. If, you don't, if you don't work on it, you're not going to make any progress. You, that's why some people, they will, they'll buy information and they'll buy these books and then they'll, you know, they'll start doing some things, but they'll do it for two years and get nowhere. And then for some reason, this woman over here, she read one book and did some stuff and she's killing it. The only difference is she did the stuff that she is supposed to do specific to her. She didn't waste her time looking at everybody else and saying, how can I compare myself? What should I do? So that's the second piece, a personalized shift plan, because now you know what you got to do. The third thing is what I call a discipline system, sustainability. We talked about earlier, you got to do things for a long period of time. You ever gone to a coffee shop and like you sat down and like for the first five minutes, you're focused. And then after a while, you just, you wake up and like, it's been two hours. Yeah. Like where'd the time go? Right, yeah. you're working, but where would the time go? That's how it should be with an identity shift. You should be able to get so disciplined in, in that flow. Oh yeah. To like, you're working for a day, two days, three days, two weeks, two months, and then you wake up three months, four months later, go, whoa, I'm ah, I'm a different person. What you know? It was work every day, but you were so focused on the day, falling in love with the day. The rest of it just, wow, look at my life now. That, that's what a good discipline system, sustainability does. You did the planning. You looked at stuff. You, you put a system and shift in place to become somebody. 
Then you sustain the effort to become that person over time. And now there you are. And that's the process. If you do that, the cool thing is the entire time you were working, you were building up and making more money. You were you know, getting in better shape. You were having a better relationship. You, know, you were seeing your parents more. You were taking more trips. You were doing all that. We, we didn't wait to the end to go do that stuff. We were doing it the whole time. And we go, wow, look at my life. I'm taking trips. I'm in better shape. I got to make more money. But the whole thing is it was simultaneous. I was transforming while achieving the entire time. And then I made this shift. I don't know what day it took place. I, I couldn't go back to an hour on my clock and say, oh, that was the day, but it took place. Dude, it's incredible. Like I'm listening to this, getting emotional. Let me explain why. Like first thing, I can't wait to get, your, to get your book. Waiting for next one, the books to come out. Just let you know, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. I look, everybody listening, I, I, I'm listening to what you're saying, Anthony. And I'm like, I'm looking back on my few years later on. I was serving in the army, right? I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know any, I didn't know how to speak in English. Okay. I didn't know. And I dove into entrepreneurship and I dove into online businesses. I created for three and a half years while serving in the army, I created the business and yeah. did the work and step by step. And then I finished the service and I got my first team member and employee and, and I grew. And over time, when I look back, it's, it's been no time, right? Nothing that's, four or five years have passed and I look back, boom, I've built something amazing, right? I'm, I'm running a successful business, have 10 team members, a podcast, things are going super well and I, I can hear what you're saying. Yeah. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. I was always building routines for myself, planning in the yeah. calendar, preparing, you know, looking back five months, 10 months, like looking back, oh my God, I accomplished so much. But then, yeah, creating a new identity for like, who am I want to become now? Right. Because yeah. every time there is a next level. So I'm listening to this right now and I'm like, what's my next step? Because I'm, I've been growing so much and last couple of months I've been, I've been, I've been all only thinking and taking action towards the next step that I want to be. And it's again, the same process, shift your identity, grow and practice the same steps, just on a different level, always a bigger and bigger level do more hard work, build more confidence, grow. Well, it's always, it's a circle. So see, shift, sustain is a circle. Because if I see what I have to work on, I shift to the work that I sustain that I will get to a point where I go, there's more to do. Why aren't I doing it? Let me see what I got to work on to get there. Yep. And it just keeps moving. So there, there is no end to it. But it also, it should be a love. You shouldn't do it with anger or frustration. It should always be like, I enjoy doing the work to be better. Yeah. And you're right. Some people don't realize like you've got somewhere, you did it great, but there's also another level. And when you understand how to take control of getting there, dude, life opens up in a whole different cool way. I think it's something incredible to understand sometimes there is another level. Because if you get to somewhere, even if it's somewhere incredible and you start to understand oh, there is not another level for me. That's, that's when your life starts decreasing because your yeah. happiness goes down because we always increase our happiness and joy out of life when we are making progress towards something. We, and we, we, we keep taking action. So there's always another level. And just like you said, the process that you are teaching is repetitive. It's a circle. And you, once you understand the systems, you can keep implementing them and keep on growing awesome. in different yeah. areas in life. I know. It doesn't just apply for business or personal growth. Like you said, marriage, health, fitness. Everything. 
it all ties together, man. It's all a piece. Cause if I'm in good shape, I can stay focused. And if I can stay focused, I can get more work done. So when I come home, I don't have to have work in my head. Like I can be at home with my kids and mentally be with my kids. So I have great relationships. And then my wife is happy. My kids are happy. So I'm happy. I go back to work. I do better work, create even more money and have more freedom and more abundance than spend more time with my family. It's a positive synergy. It's a big, it's a great cycle. Whereas most people, they go to work, they're out of shape, they're unfocused, they don't get work done. So they bring work home. Their wife and kids don't like have fun with them. So they tell them and there's always fights and arguments. So I'm unhappy and I go to work unhappy. So I don't do good work. So I bring work home and it just keeps on going. It's these interesting things. We're like, it's all tied together. And if you can understand how to to fix all that and how to make this shift, life is a vastly different experience. Amazing. Okay. So now there are always people listening that can't believe it's possible or, yeah. or they, they listen, they're like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. But they know they're not going to take action. You know, that's the majority yeah. of people. They know it's like, oh, this is not for me. It's like, how can we help those people change it so they understand for themselves, listen to Anthony and go practice and go create. Yeah. Well, first thing is grab the book because uh, the book honestly is the way to do it. it, it I, I figure I can tell so much here, but there's only so much I can do. It's quite literally, it's, there's not enough time to break down what it is in the next, what, five minutes, four minutes of our time together. But that's really where you start is go grab the book. It tell you how to do all this. If you have like, you know, I can't get the book in any way, I get that. First thing is find out ways to have people tell you what they see you as. Like, because there's a statement of it's hard to see the label when you're inside of the jar. Like a lot of people don't know who they are. They don't see themselves right. So you don't know what to work on. But if you can figure out how you are seen and really take the ego away and work on it, it'll give you the first step towards the cool stuff. But if not, at least grab the book because that'll walk you through the entire process. Amazing. Amazing. So for everybody listening and you want to grab the book, Anthony, I know you said that there is a coping code for everybody listening. Um, yeah. So how can they get the book? Yeah, if you go to identityshiftbook.com, how it sounds, identityshiftbook.com, use the code AOS. And what happens is you'll buy the book, but you bring the code and the receipt back and put everything in. I will give you for free the audio book, the workbook, and the digital book. And then the workbook is cool because the workbook, it takes all these different modules I talk about from our coaching programs. And I grab the best ones and put it into a very clean and clear workbook. So you can actually go through some of the coaching without having to join a big program that we do. And it really is, it's helpful to have someone understand how to take those next steps you're talking about on making that shift. Amazing, amazing. Everybody listening, get the book. I know I'm gonna get it. And I'm, I'm literally excited, like what you just said about the circle and changing the identities. It's, um, it's incredible. It's incredible and I truly believe it can change people's lives. So I wish you, I, I, I wish you like all the best, you know, growing this impact that you're doing. That's the first and, you know, reaching more people and helping more people. I'm sure uh, our audience is going to love it. And um, yeah, man, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Welcome, man. Thank you for having me on. And we are done. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. And I'm actually curious, what is the number one thing that you have learned from this podcast episode and how are you going to implement it into your life? 
send me a message on Instagram, a direct message, Degilad Hanina on Instagram, and I would love to hear from you. Now, if you're getting tremendous value from this podcast, I would really appreciate it and it would mean a lot to help us grow if you could subscribe, leave a rating and review to our podcast. That's it for today's episode and I will see you on the next. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.